Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hello. Hello there. Hello. From the dark side. Are we from the dark side now? Oh, I, I don't know. They're cooler. The dark side's cooler. They have cool masks. They have red lightsabers. We all know who the coolest is, though. Yeah. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. All yeah. right. Wow. We're going to start debating that. Welcome to Up Next. <laughs> Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman. Now, normally we are... Normally? Normally, we're on Wednesday nights. We do Up Next, where we chat about NXT because we are your... NXT friends, friends, and uh, we also like Star Wars, so we've been doing some Star Wars reviews. Yeah, it's been it's been. Would you say like slightly popular this year? It's always popular. Yeah. Star Wars doesn't go no, away. There's been a lot of buzz for Star Wars for multiple reasons. Yeah. the last few months. Obviously, we had the the Skywalker saga come to an end. Yes, or so they say. Until right. we have kids, and then we'll right. be going. Well, like, speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I already, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Star- you'll, you'll find your kids. Like, <laughs> like, like Mando is trying to find. Yeah, spoilers the child. right now. Spoilers right now. Spoilers. Mandalorian finale, the whole shebang, and Rise of Skywalker. If you have not seen these things or don't care, then continue listening. But if you haven't, stop. But yeah, I'll be like Palpatine. This is, my like, kid. <laughs> this is like you tuning into a, a wrestling podcast. And they go right into spoilers for the Shawshank Redemption. And you're like, oh, do I <laughs> continue this? Do yeah. I? Oh, I don't. Will I ever see it? But I don't want to be spoiled. So we filled in for John and Way on the AEW show. And I mentioned, uh, Hangman Page mentioned uh, he's not seen the Shawshank Redemption. I said I haven't seen the Shawshank Redemption. And uh, I'm catching hate. A lot of people on the internet are telling me that I need to watch this movie. So let me all remind you, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash up next. For $5 a month, you get all our shows. But for this secret, uh, lucrative, uh, deep down club, 
the world champion tier, there's a show called Up Yours, where uh, $25 a month, we send you uh, lovely packages in the mail. That sounds... <laughs> that sounds <laughs> That's not like the uh, Magnata dude from that documentary. We're not sending body parts in the mail. What uh, we... Uh, have uh, exclusive shows and there's a show up yours where you get to choose what we watch and do a show on and you can join us so someone somewhere could pick the Shawshank Redemption is yeah. all I'm saying they should the thing is <laughs> the thing is maybe they're like no I don't want to do that because everyone has fucking seen it <laughs> you don't have a movie you, you, you oh like... I've got plenty oh. but like Go on IMDb, top 100 films or whatever. Is this like Okada Omega of movies? It's the number one movie. Is this like Gargano versus Almas? Is it as good as... So I brought this up to my girlfriend the other day. And I said, yeah. And then he was like going, is it as good as Goodfellas? And she's like, (laughs) it's better. Like, come on. No, come on. Goodfellas is amazing. I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot. There's no... I'll love it, I bet. But how did you feel when it was like you'd seen Okada Omega and then... Someone suggested seeing those Misawa Kabashi matches. Yeah. And then wasn't your mind blown? Right. Uh, my, my There's a few movies in my brain that like I think are the best movies ever made. And uh, Goodfellas does come to mind. I think it's one of the best movies out there. But I also think uh, Hitchcock's original Psycho, one of the best like shot movies as well. I don't know. I don't. So you're saying Shawshank is up there. Like, it's top movie. Yeah. Top. You know, you, Ichiban. both you and John have inspired a thread on the post-wrestling forum. Okay. Which is, uh, like, movies you haven't seen that everyone is like, oh. why haven't you seen it? They're like, we couldn't <clears throat> believe John has never seen the... Godfather. Godfather trilogy. He was talking to us about I, that. I'm the same. Oh, I've not even part, the first one? No, I've seen part one. Oh, I've seen part one as well. I've not seen two or three. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Are we getting okay. more? <laughs> People are turning this <laughs> off. Welcome to our Star Wars show. Where we just talk about movies we haven't, we haven't seen. seen. Um, okay. So yeah. let's, we need to watch two and three. All right. Well, we'll get, I love mob movies. That's what I'm saying. Good, like Godfather was good. It just was a little, it's like the Irishman for me. It's just a little, it's amazing, but it's like. I can only watch this once or twice. Like, this so long. is like the OG, though. Yes. Yes. Uh, there's a few other gangster kind of movies before around there, but they, that's the they OG. They perfected it. Yeah, like, but really. I feel Goodfellas has, uh, like, the, the better story. It has crazier action. Like, it's it's an actual mafioso. Yeah. So I love... I'm obsessed with that one. And I have it signed by the Ray Liotta's actual character nice. that he plays. Um, but, I don't know. Is, is Shawshank up there? I guess we'll have to do a review down the line. Welcome to our Shawshank Redemption. That sounds, that sounds weird. Shawshank Redemption, the podcast. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking shit. I haven't seen the movie. It, it's, it's pretty good. Wow. Is it as good as the movie we're going to talk about today? Oh, Rise well, of Skywalker? I mean, that's debatable because I feel as soon as a, a movie comes out, yeah. it is either amongst like fandom the best one ever or the worst one ever. Right. I feel the immediate first couple of weeks... Sure. And then a few years later, people go... Rank them. Yeah, people start actually... Yeah. Rethinking it. Okay. It's like a match. So we're going to... What you're what you're saying is, by the end of this podcast, we're going to give out our rankings for... Uh, <laughs> sure, sure, I'm down. I don't have any. I literally don't have, have them written down, but... Um, you I, can figure it out. <laughs> Between then and now. Um, have you noticed my socks? You are wearing stormtrooper socks. Yeah. Wow, they they are beautiful. Uh, I was I was wearing Muppet socks yesterday. Oh wow, you have R two D two socks. R two D two socks as well. Wow, I noticed you don't have C three PO because you hate him. Yeah, you don't have C three PO socks. I hate the actor. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Got you. My mom for Christmas got me Muppet socks. Nice. I love crazy socks. Yeah, they're amazing. This is the Shawshank and sock. (laughs) (laughs) I love your Star Wars socks. Um, Did we talk about the Christmas gifts that... uh, that I, I got you uh, uh, some Star Wars stuff for Christmas. Yes. So because we- uh, I originally had an idea for a gift, and I realized it was too expensive. And I didn't want to spend that amount of money on something that was a joke gift. It was a, a plush Lapras. Yeah. If anyone knows what a Lapras is, it's a Pokemon. But not your, like, Pikachus, Charmanders. It's your more, like, B, C, D level Pokemon. And for some reason, you had a fascination with it. It was in a window of a shop near our house. And for since before you said you said this, you said when we start a Patreon, um, one day I'll be able to buy that Lapras. <laughs> so I always remembered, like, yo, now that we made it, we can buy you this Lapras. So it's just a giant plush Lapras, blue Pokemon, and I go to buy it, and it's a hundred bucks. I was like, dude, no, that's not. Like, <laughs> Why do I think I said it's like I wouldn't? <laughs> I didn't buy imagine. it otherwise. <laughs> much, I'm like, how much are these stuffed animals supposed to be? A hundred bucks is like ins- sounds insane. So I laughed and I asked them. I'm like, no, fifty bucks. They're like, uh, this is a store. Like you can't <laughs> haggle. I'm like, okay. So you know what? I took my hundred bucks and I went to I went out elsewhere. And then I just spent a hundred bucks on other shit that you kind of didn't need. But uh, I got you a lightsaber. <laughs> yes, it's just behind you. Yeah, uh, it's Luke's green one from Return of the Jedi. Which what happened to that? Oh, I thought that was in the end of the movie no. at Rise of Skywalker. No, oh no, 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 because no, it's no, in no. the movie. No, it's not. Oh, I totally thought it was. I thought that was the one he brought. He, he no, was using. Yeah, this is something that I found odd. Let's just get into this now because it's brought up. I think okay. we're going to kind of be a bit all over the place because there's a lot of Well, yeah, because we're going to talk about the Mando as well. But, yeah, with the lightsabers, you had um, the the lightsaber Luke lost when his arm got cut off, the right. blue one. Okay. That was the one Maz found and gave to Rey. So that's the original Luke blue one. Gotcha. And then it showed in this film uh, Luke training Leia. Leia. And he's training with his green one, and she's got a new lightsaber, which is blue of her own. Because at the end, when they're fighting Palpatine, they're two blue ones. Yeah. And I thought it would have looked way cooler if it was both of Luke's, the blue original and the green. Yeah. But it wasn't. And then at the very, very end, when she's in Tatooine and buries the lightsabers and reveals her one, that's a yellow lightsaber. Exactly. And with the, like, the, like handle bit is the the stick she's been using the whole time so where's the green one from so return that's of the what jedi I'm saying. The, green, what? the green one apart from that flashback where luke's training leia yeah um it wasn't in it well it's because it's here in the vde in your it's, possession exactly <laughs> whoa my mind is merry <laughs> fucking christmas uh yeah uh, i don't know because uh, I was looking for, like, some Star Wars paraphernalia to buy you for some... Because I know you love Star Wars. But at a bar you work at, there is a pinball machine. Yeah. A Star Wars pinball machine. A sick one, by the way. Now It's really it good, right? You have been obsessed with it since they've installed it at your workplace. And you have become grand champion of a pinball machine. Yeah. So, with pinball machines, they get wiped every few months okay. to reset the scores because... You don't want to put off people from playing it because they see the scores are so high that, oh, I'll never get there. So they, the way you keep putting your money is is you see your score getting closer and closer to that. Yeah. So it wipes every couple of months. But the grand champion 
the best score on that machine yeah. stays there forever. Whoa. So quite often, pinball machines will move bars. Like, they'll they'll go have some servicing and then go to another bar. Oh, I thought if you unplug it, it resets, like in George Costanza and Seinfeld. No, Frogger. no, no, no. Um, so that means being grand champion of the machine Whoa. is, like, not just at Gabby's, but where what bar it was at before Gabby's. Wow, you own that, that machine. So I've got the best score ever on that machine. On Star Wars Pinball. On Star Wars Pinball. Um, on that, like, model. There's, yeah. like, not across all the machines. Exactly. On that one. Today, Uh-oh. my nemesis, Kevin, he he was my Jedi Master. I was the pad one. Right. Um, the Force is strong. Because he taught that. me pinball. Because I, I used to think you just try and keep it in play. But yeah. No, it's a game. You've got to aim for things and... There are different, like, missions and stuff. What about the the pinball master, the guy who does the theme song to this very show? Daniel, in Brooklyn. Exactly. exactly. He knows how to play pinball. Yes. Shout out, Daniel. So, um, yeah, exactly. So, Kevin, like, taught me. He's this this older guy who was like, this is what my entertainment was He's your Qui-Gon. Yeah. It's we'd go and go to an arcade and just play pinball all the time. Whereas, like, now, it's there are so many options and people have video games at yeah. home or whatever. He was like, no, I... I spent all my time as a kid. <laughs> so he, we used to have a kiss machine before that. Yep. He owned that. He was the grand champion on that one. Damn. And then this one, he got grand champion. And then I beat him. Whoa. So I've got, you're like, you're taking I've over. I've got a, like 1 billion and 87,000. Order or 66. Like that today. <laughs> today, as I was working today, oh, no. Kevin comes in. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm in a bit of a rush. My my wife is mad and Uh-oh. upset, so I've got to go, but I'm going to play a couple of games. Oh, boy. He goes, David, come over. He's at, like, 980,000 and has one ball left. Okay. I'm, like, 1 billion and 87, so he's, like, on my toes. Yeah. On my heels, rather. And he played, he got nervous, it sunk. So I got one billion and eighty-seven. He got one billion and seventy-eight. Ooh. He was so close to taking it. <laughs> Pretty much one more ramp, and he'd be grand champion now. But he choked. Mm. So I am still the Jedi Master. Wow, Kevin will be back and in greater numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But you're the grand champion. I'm the grand champion. You're the Jedi Knight. You're the Jedi Master. You're the Jedi council exactly you're the you, which Je- i am the senate <laughs> <laughs> what jedi well, who's your favorite jedi who's your jedi dude who are you what's your guy obi-wan um, i think i like obi-wan the best you were the I, i'd probably be like an obi-wan yeah like a bit a bit by the oh rules. so we're talking who we are yeah then you're <laughs> obi-wan yeah because you're a good guy yeah yeah who would i be <laughs> don't say anakin um easily influenced and I wear you'd be all fit black. and you'd be like, I, I, feel, I feel I can do something. I think I... He's one of my favorite characters, I think. Yeah, he's, he's my favorite character in these new ones. So, yeah, okay, sure. Sensitive. I am sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a big bear. Right, uh, we should probably get... But anyway, the story was you bought me a pinball Star Wars game on the Switch. Which I didn't know existed. And it's fantastic. Oh. Daniel's got it, the, the composer of... Right. This thing. Oh, he's just—he's got the same game. Yeah. Okay, so it's Star Wars Pinball. I, it's for the Switch, and because the Switch, you use—you can split the controller into two things. It's like the flippers on the side. It sides, feels like the flippers, and yeah. you can play it. So yeah, it's pretty fun. So I'm happy. It was a—it was like a instead of the. Are, are you happy? I got you that instead of the Lapras. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. 
Excellent. Okay, good. <laughs> You're the grand champion of your own Star Wars pinball game. The thing is, if I went in now, because you were bartering with them and tried to buy that Lapras, yeah. they'd then think, this Lapras might be worth more than we think. <laughs> These two guys keep coming in trying to buy this Lapras. Oh, I was like, look, is there any way, like, is, do you guys ever have sales? Because, like, it's been here for a long time. It's been here for, like, it hasn't moved. I noticed it hasn't moved. Yeah. Like, I know, you know I'm right. And they're like, she's like, yeah, you're right. It hasn't. And I'm like, okay, what can, discount can you give me? She's like, I don't know, like 15% on Boxing Day. I was like, D- no, come on. Like, that's not, come on. I'm like, I'm out. I'm sorry. So, Star Wars pinball. Sometimes yeah. when a door closes, another one opens, right? That's how it works. So, you got me a nice gift. You got me a, uh, it's, a, it's not Star Wars, but it's close. It's, it's out as stars. Yes. It's, it's out there in space. It's a... I always ask you to tell your family members who work in... Uh, yeah, my, my uncle works for NASA. Yeah, so I always jokingly ask him, hey, if he's got any extra used uh, spacesuits lying around, jumpers, anything like that, send them over. Mm. I'd love to wear that 24-7 <laughs> all the time. Like Space Monkey. Yeah. And uh, that, that, that doesn't happen. So for Christmas, you got me this nice uh, like crew neck sweater, NASA. It's nice. Yeah. I, I kind of want it for myself. You, I'll, we can, you can borrow it. Share it. <laughs> <laughs> you let me play the pinball? I'll let you wear the NASA sweater. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, so I got you Star Wars inspired gifts this year because we're all in the Star Wars thing. Because you couldn't buy Baby Yodas no. this Christmas. So that's They're wild. waiting for it to have a name. And right. the season finale here was saying fuck you because I still ain't giving you a name. So should we go into more Rise of Skywalker or should we go into more some Mando first? I feel Mando first and, okay. then, and then go into Rise. Okay, so that? yeah, let's go do that. I mean, we talked about Rise a little bit, but we'll go into the uh, Disney Plus Mandalorian episode eight. It's the finale of season one. And everything's gonna everything's going down right now in this this season finale. So um, do you want to kind of? Yeah, sure. So I want to say off the bat, yeah. this episode was directed by Taika Waititi. Okay, he is like killing it at the moment. He's just released Jojo Rabbit. Obviously, Thor Ragnarok. Right. Um, he did What We Do in the Shadows. Um, he's got a real specific sense of humor, as okay. you could see in Thor Ragnarok. Um, and this opening scene just like showed that, like okay, right that away, makes sense. I'm like, oh yeah, this is Taika Waititi's episode. Yeah. So it opens with uh, two troopers on their like speed bike. Yeah. Things from like Endor days. It's the ones who who picked up the child at the end of the last episode. The child. And uh, they kind of chill. The child's squirming in like a knapsack. One of them has, and he hits it. And then they just start talking. The other troopers like, "Hey, can I? What is that thing? Can yeah. I, can I have a look at it?" It's like, "No, no, it's no, it's fine. We we probably shouldn't." He's like, "Oh, but come on, come on, show." And they they're kind of going back and forth with this. It's just funny because yeah. they they sound like kind of normal blokes. Yeah, in gear in in these like jo- yeah. these stormtrooper things. It's weird. And. Uh, and then they're saying, like, the the guy who wants to see it, it's like, hey, that thing hasn't moved since you hit it. Maybe it's dead. Um, the other one's kind of worried because he's heard on the radio that Moff Gideon uh, has killed some of his own officers. Obviously, right. we saw in the last episode, he was killing his own people yeah. as well. Um, so I just, I'm, I'm worried. I don't want to show you and fuck this up yeah. or whatever. Anyway, he shows him. It's all cute. 
And then IG-11 shows up. The droid. Who is voiced by Taika Waititi. Ah. Um, and they're like saying, wait, aren't you supposed to be a hunting droid? And he says he's been reprogrammed and he's now a, a nurse droid. Um, IG-11 basically fucks him up mm-hmm. and gets the child. Uh, some funny moments in this scene as well because you had... Uh, both stormtroopers trying to shoot a can, uh, yeah. and both missing. Like, there was a lot of just missed targets which, because they're because that's stormtroopers. They yeah, can't they can't shoot. hit anything. Yeah, I can't either. But I I love this opening scene. It it felt so different from Star Wars. It although did. we're seeing all these Star Wars characters, just the humor of it, and just seeing stormtroopers on a bit of their downtime. Um, there was this, like, YouTube video that was viral years ago. Like, you know the show Cops? Like, bad boys. Okay. There's, there's a, like, parody where it's troopers, and it's stormtroopers, like, as if it was an episode of Cops. Right. And it's, it's pretty fucking funny. And it's, it <laughs> felt like it was inspired. This was inspired from it. Because this is really popular on the internet. Someone knows what I'm talking about. Um, so, I, I really, li- I really liked how the droid comes back and just fucks everything yeah. back up. Because this droid is kind of cool. And then we see what it does to, it goes and saves him. And it's also quite... Uh, for a Star Wars film, this is quite graphic. He like grabs the head, is slamming it down. Yeah, we yeah. don't normally we normally see just like a laser for and ah, whereas yeah, I, I thought this was <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was quite graphic. He like broke one of their arms and it, it looked kind of cool. Don't fuck with Baby Yoda. Don't fuck with droids. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is that was the like pre-title uh, scene. Uh, this. Uh, episode is called the Redemption. Redemption. Uh, we go into Mando, Kara, and Grief are all in that base, surrounded. Moff Gideon makes a speech, and he's basically saying he knows who all of they are, them are, and their backstories. Um, he says Din Jarin. This is the first time we've heard the name of the Mando. Um, reveals his name, says he knows his history. Um, He's wanting to negotiate with them, come up with a negotiation to get the child to him. And uh, they're like, how can we trust you? He says, you can't. Like, I'm I'm a cunt. I'm evil. <laughs> um, but you don't really have much option. You have till nightfall. Exactly. And then <clears throat> if they don't cooperate by nightfall, the... Like, cannons will blow them up. They have some cool weapons. Yeah. Some cool Star Wars classic cannon blaster. Not a planet killer, but it Now, I want specifics. If someone says to me, I'll see you at nightfall, I'm like, (laughs) when is that right now? Seven? Eight? Like... Right. It's... Well, here in Canada, I mean, when it's wintertime, it could be like 4 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I mean, all these double moons... It's a polite way of ghosting. It's like, hey, about to run out of battery, but I'll see you at... At nightfall? Cool. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, and bad guys are always so inspecific. In yeah. Um, Mando says that this is Moff Gideon. Um, Gus. Yeah, he's Gus Fring. Um, and says that, yeah, he's he's tied up with his history and stuff. Um it's yeah, it throws back to Mandalorian. The flashback of him as a kid. Yeah, and there's Mando's, my spell check says Mango's. Uh, Mango's with jetpacks is what my notes yeah. say. Uh, there's the jetpacks. And I think I mentioned I had, the, in the in the old Star Wars movies, they have jetpacks. The yeah. Bob, Boba yeah, Fett yeah. and Jango Fett. And 
Uh, I think I mentioned the, the Tony Hawk game I had where he's in the yes. game. Yeah, the jetpack is in the game as well. So I was like, this whole series, I'm like, I swear he has a jetpack. Yeah, we've seen other ones with jetpacks. Yeah, yeah, um, but not We him. learn it's like something you earn. Like exactly. Um, so yeah, in this flashback, it's showing him, we've seen it before, him as a kid hiding the Great Purge, and it was the Mandalorian that saved him. So again, which we learned the other week, Mandalorian isn't a race, it's a creed. Um, they're trying to get hold of Quill, who they know as having the child, but they mm. can't. Eventually, he's dead. Get, he's dead. Eventually, they get through and they hear the child, uh, his voice, like, just squealing. And IG-11 says, tells them that Quill has been killed and Mando's, Mando doesn't trust droids. So he's like, what the fuck have you done? <laughs> and he's like, I'm doing my job. And it's like, what is that? To nurse and protect... Ooh, um, nice babysitter. So then they like, right, let's take out all these uh, yeah, it's, bastards. It's crazy. And they they go outside, they're just blowing it's up a, everyone. It's a classic, everyone. yeah, classic Star Wars shootout when they're just like a just giant battle. But uh, this, this droid coming in and uh, like basically shooting up the whole squads of these troopers. Because there's like a truckload of these dudes like yeah. all chilling around but the But they're stormtroopers. Yeah, they can't shoot. Um, and Mando then gets... Like, he takes their big blaster thing they were going to use and just starts fucking knocking man's yeah. heads out. Uh, it looks sick. Super, it's kind of cool. reminiscent of the the opening episode. He's, like, jumping yeah. on those cannons, spinning around. Exactly. Um, IG-11's there as well. Uh, but that Gideon dude, um, in, in Breaking Bad, he was so scary. So mm. it's it's cool to see him in this role. He's playing a similar role. Yeah, he is. He reminds me, um, because he's an evil, like, Seth Sith or mm. whatever kind of guy he reminds me of count dooku okay you're, you're christopher lee he's very yeah. calm but at the same time very like poised and i don't know yeah you know i know what you mean yeah yeah uh, i thought it was cool but um there he he basically makes them get stuck in that bar thing again so they're in the same position but they have the baby now yes they've got the child now they've taken out a load of people baby yoda um <laughs> uh but yeah Mando has been fucked up yeah. with it. Kara's finding blood on his head and she's like, I'll, I'll help you. I'll, I need to take the mask off. And he says, no, it's, it's the Mandalorian Fuck way. Fuck it, mask off. And I can't. Like, no living person has ever seen my face since I've become a Mandalorian. Whoa. Um, and he would rather die than, yeah. like, sin, I guess. Wow. His people. Um, so he tells Kara to protect... protect Baby Yoda, uh, take him to the Mandalorian and show them this like pendant he gives her. Yeah, uh, which is looks cool actually. It, it's got like these horns on it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's awesome. of his people. So it's like if you show this to them, they'll know. They'll know, and they can trust you, and they'll look after you. And then this big stormtrooper with paint and a fucking flamethrower <laughs> kicks the door down and is going to fuck shit up. It's like it's like Leo in... Uh, oh, you haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Not yet, uh, no. Oh, God. If I was a stormtrooper, I'd just get some paint and put it on me. This guy's then lit. then it's like, now I'm the boss. This guy's lit. He's red. He's got the red on him. He's like, yo, I'm fucking... He's, he's like Stripe in uh, Gremlins, except he's <laughs> literally got a red stripe uh, like the beer. So yeah. he starts torching the place and... Baby Yoda puts up his little cute hand, <laughs> blocks the fa- flames, and sends him back, killing it's lit. the painted trooper. 
it's lit, and then he does his thing where he just passes out. Oh, you know that everyone, every everyone knows that face. Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's like Pyro from X Men. He can use the force to just control fire. Yeah, he can't create the fire, but I, I can, can control, control it. it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, IG Eleven is with Mando and is saying he's a he's a nursing droid and he can help him. Mando's like, no, but no living person's ever seen my face. And he's like, well, I'm not living. And he takes his mask off and it's Oberyn Martell. Whoa. I don't know who that is. From Game of Thrones, Ah. but he's got his eyes back. Uh, Pedro Pascal, we all knew it was him, but it's first time we've seen him as the Mandalorian on TV. You know uh, when Rey Mysterio and WCW had to take his mask off? Yeah. And then it cuts to Kevin Kevin Nash and he's like... No, 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 put it back on. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I felt about the Mandalorian. (laughs) I don't know who this guy is. I never watched him. So he's quite, he had a really popular character. I think he's great. And he's awesome. Yeah. But, like, a strange looking guy. And I, I'm not not even (laughs) saying ugly. He's just not conventional for, for like, Hollywood, which is cool. Right. I think yeah, it's yeah, why yeah, he's yeah. doing so well. Yeah, me too. Because he's he's a good looking guy, but in just a different. Hey, I know all. About, I know all about being looking in a different way. Look at like that's how you. Yeah, he you, just doesn't feel Hollywood, which I I I think I think's pretty cool. Look, I I didn't know what he looked like because I don't, didn't watch Game of Thrones. Mm. Uh, big shocker. Um, and um, I thought I've enjoyed him thus far in the show yeah. because he's it's used his voice. Yeah. Right. Like. It's his voice, so he's still doing the lines. He's still he's still him in that mask, right? Yeah. Like, is it still him yeah, in those? Him, yeah. Right? So, like, I still and like cons- mask work is hard. Yeah, like, of course. To convey certain <clears throat> yeah emotions and, and stuff. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I think he has been doing a good job. So it was cool that they finally you get a reveal. But uh, I was like, cool, like that's what you look like. But uh, you know, I I I can I can see it-, it down the line him losing the mask. For some reason, I think or whatever. not like losing the mask, but like I think he'll be more chill about it, like where you can just take it off and put it back on. Yeah, like the in Django and Bo- Boba Fett, you saw, well, more, no, not in the originals, but in the prequels, he, you saw him without it. So maybe you were like, it's cool, but he was a clone, so I don't know. Yeah, and it was I don't, I don't know. We're now we're talking about all, what are they? Are they Mandalorians or they just stole the gear? You know, so. Uh, but yeah, I, I it was cool to everyone wanted to see what he looked like, and you got to see what he looked like. Yeah. So, mask off. So, he heals him up, and he's alright. And then him and Kara and uh, Grief and all that run away. Uh, They're trying to escape. They're now in the tunnels. They're making their escape. Um, And Mando then sees... Oh, sorry. Din. Din then sees... (laughs) It's going to be weird. uh, Sees a load of Mandalorian armor just on the ground... And it's like skeletons, almost. like skeleton armor, yeah. And the armorer shows up, who we saw in I think it was episode two or three. Mm. Um, she's saying that she's not going to leave there till she salvages the remains of all these, uh, like Mandalorian. Uh, Mando shows the armorer the child. She hasn't seen him yet, so sees him for the first time. Talks about this war that happened many, many years ago between the Mandalorian and the Jedi, who she describes as sorcerers. She says, like, right. Jedi yeah. are sorcerers. And wizards. it's kind of this... Yeah, Space wizards. Space wizards, really. <laughs> and it's at this point where I'm going, wait, 
no one in this Star Wars show I've been watching know who the Jedi are? Of course. Really? Yeah, wouldn't you... Didn't you realize that? No. Oh. I kind of... Like, Why? everyone in the universe is supposed to know what they are? Well, they know who the Empire are. Right, but like... They, you, this is like the fall of... After the fall of the Empire, and they're all like... Well, scavenging I mean, and shit. Well, I mean, she knows enough. She knows they're space wizards. She knows well, they're she, up to some funky it, shit. But, yeah, like, yeah. you're telling me... Mando, who's worked yeah. with these Imperial people, right, doesn't know He's about the Jedi? I don't know. I feel like that's the whole thing throughout the whole movies and stuff. Is They always meet people and they're like, whoa, wait, like a Jedi? Like, what does that mean? Like, what is, what is it? But this is set five years after Return of the Jedi. The yeah. greatest battle. Two Death Stars have blown up. Sure, yeah. And I don't know. I found this odd. I oh. find it hard to believe they'd never heard of these, these Jedi at all. The Jedi. The Jedi. <laughs> um, she says to him that he's basically the, the baby Yoda's father now, and you must reunite it with his uh, with his family. It's like baby Yoda is baby Jesus. And he's like, wait, you're telling me I've got to search all around the galaxy and reunite this with an enemy sorcerers? She's like, yeah. <laughs> That's what go, I'm saying. You better go find these wizards. You better go find these space wizards and you give its baby back. Season two is set in Hogwarts. He's just looking around going... Is this it? What <laughs> about great sorcerers and wizards? Uh, baby Yoda needs to be reunited with... With Yoda. The other and Yodella. Yoda and Yodella. Yodella. Uh, she then forges him his signet because before he didn't feel he earned it because the child helped him. Uh, she's like, you're this great warrior now and you're a clan of two. Mm. And that's what his signet on his armor now represents. And he earns... A jetpack! Yeah, it's like in GTA San Andreas, the jetpack is the best shit ever. So jetpacks are awesome. Jetpack, there's not enough jetpacks in movies. So this is the jetpacks having a comeback after um, this. So we're reviewing later this month uh, Casino Royale. Right, is there a jetpack? There isn't a jetpack in that, but I'm pretty sure Roger Moore flew around on a jetpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond did. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying jetpacks needed to come back, and the Mando not only brings you Baby Yoda, but they're bringing back jetpacks. Don't act like you never wanted Every, a jetpack. Oh pack. no, of course. Yeah, I, I have those water ones. Well, then, but I guess I sort of Iron Man's hands are like yeah. his own personal jetpack. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But like an act classic jetpack out, classic like, jetpack. out your like back. backpack. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fucking sick. Like no one does that shit. So throwback with the jetpack. <laughs> so they're now escaping. And uh, they're on a, a river of lava, of like molten fire. Um, the there's a droid uh, rowing the boat. I've nicknamed him the Roid Droid. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> a roided up R two D two. Oh, it's like evil R two D two, and then he hulks up, and he's like, <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he's roided like a Roid Droid. Um, so he's <laughs> rowing this boat, and they see ahead. There's Hundreds of stormtroopers. It's like Venice. It's like... Yeah, exactly. When the moon hits your eyes. And the droid's just pushing the lava yeah. water and they're in a boat in a canoe, whatever the fuck it is. And so they're like, whoa, there's all these stormtroopers. We need to stop. And the droid, the roid droid, doesn't stop rowing. And Kara shoots it and realizes just the lava itself is taking them there. Ooh. And they don't know what to do. They know they aren't numbered. And... 
IG-11 explains that... There's no way out. He has this, like, detonation protocol. He's not allowed to be caught, because I guess the information he carries, so yeah. it will self-detonate uh, before getting caught. So if he gets caught, then he'll explode, and thus they can escape. And they're yes. like, no, you can't do this, it's suicide. And Mando explains, because he doesn't want... Uh, IG-11 to do this. He's yeah. explaining, wait, your primary function now is is nursing, so yeah. that can't happen. And IG-11's like, look, this needs to happen, and you need to verbally override it mm. as my master. Um, there's a nice moment that IG-11 tells Mando, you sound, uh, you're sad. And he's like, no, I'm not sad. And he's like, yeah, I am. I'm programmed to like understand emotion. And you like droids, and yeah. Because that's been the thing. Yeah. He, like, fucking hates droids. Right. Nice little sweet moment. Uh, so and I, then he dies. IG-11 goes out and dies again for the second time in this eight-part series. It's like a waterfall. It's like... Uh, there's, like, about to... There's, like, water, and they're all surrounding, and they're, like, freeze, and then he's... The detonator, thermal detonator, classic Star Wars like, grenade. Taika Waititi's like, you got me for one season, <laughs> and then I'm doing Thor 4. <laughs> and then it explodes. So you better kill me off. And it explodes. It explodes. He takes out all the uh, all the droids. And they get away. They, they go out there, they start trying to fuck up everyone, but Moff Gideon escapes on his TIE fighter. He's yeah. a pimped out TIE Whoa, fighter. Whoa, is it ever? Like, pimp my TIE. Because <laughs> it's lit. It's like updated... Like, we don't even see these... New, like, Kylo Ren has some sick ones yeah. in the new movie, but this one's like looks maybe even sicker. What yeah. the fuck? How it's did really that happen? Cool. Whoa. Crazy. And so there's a... a mo- this might be my favorite ep- uh, moment in the show. Uh, Grief is like, let's make the baby... Do that hand thing. <laughs> make that the hand ba- thing. He says, make the baby do the magic hands thing. Come on, baby. <laughs> so it does come on, baby. Puts like three fingers up and does a little wave. Nakamura. Yeah! To like, <laughs> to like try and get him to do it. And baby Yoda just waves back. He's like, hi. It's like when a table that's not mine is trying to get my attention. Yeah. And they wave. And they know I, I'm not serving them and I'm busy. I just wave back. And smile. <laughs> like, hi. Um... So Mando's like, wait, I might, I've got this. He's kind of told that the, it's like Thor's hammer or the sword in the stone. It's like you can only use the jetpack once you've earned it. Right. Or something like that. Exactly. And he's meant to go through this training to use it. Yeah. But he's not done that. He's going to take out Moff Gideon. He flies grapple hooks to to the TIE fighter, explodes the window... They start fighting. He ends up blowing up, putting the grenade yeah, on the sick. wing, takes out the wing, and parachutes down. And then, like, the TIE fighter spins out, and you think, like, it kind of explodes, but it just kind you of think crashed. You, yeah. think, you think Gideon's gone. Kind of here. dead, but uh, we'll see. So that was pretty awesome. I really liked that that whole scene. It was classic Star Wars to me. Uh, it was, like, sick action. You, like, again, jetpack. you got to keep reminding yourself this is a TV show. It's, it's it's crazy. It looks so good. It's it's shot like it's not a TV show. Yeah. It's 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 shot like the movies. So it's crazy because he flies up 
on this jetpack and he's flying up on the It felt like Bond. This was a Bond yeah, thing. Definitely. Like grapple hooking to a plane and yeah. fighting your way in and taking out the guy. It was so cool. Bond would then like throw the guy out and land the plane. This was this but. this was like my whole like favorite. This was felt like you need to see more. They did a good job here. I think this is maybe the my favorite episode because this whole It was and, fun. Yeah. It, it was fun but like heavily story driven. Yeah. Uh, good action. The the final scene is uh, Kara and Grief are deciding to... They've decided to stay on Navarro. Um, like, Grief has lived there for a long time, and it's now the kind of scum have gone away. They ca- they've taken back ownership. He's trying to convince Mando to stay. It's like, look, you're, you're clean with the guild now. Mm. We can get you, like, the best jobs. And he says, look, I've got to take care of this little one and yeah. find it. Find the family. And they go off. The Mando and the child leave. Uh, the child reveals he's got the pendant and Mando lets him keep it. And they fly off in the distance. And we think that's the end. That's not. Season one. But then we see some Jawas examining. The evil Jawas. These look even eviler. They look more <laughs> evil, didn't they? They're examining the wreckage of the TIE fighter. And then we see a blade cut through the metal. Burn a hole, and Gideon steps out, and I'm going to myself. Cool, that's a cool glowing black sword saber thing. Yeah. But then, thanks to the internet, I learned <laughs> that this is way cooler than that. That this is the dark saber. The dark saber. So, uh, what's the dark saber? So, thanks to YouTube and all of that. Yeah. Um, I've real. I'm realizing there's so much of like Clone Wars and um, all that I need to watch yeah. because it seems important now. Like it's strong canon. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dark Saber is something that was created, I believe, by a uh, the f- the first Mandalorian with Jedi Whoa. powers. Uh, he created this saber, and it sounds like it's the the Elder Wand from Harry Potter, which is like I don't this know what that is. this one wand, like this. The super one. Yeah. That gets passed it's down. It's like Thor's hammer. It's like... But gets passed down from, yeah, person to person. Right. So this, uh, this saber's changed hands. What's the one in, in Power Rangers? What's that? Saba. The white, the white ranger right. sword. Or the green dagger. Yeah. It's like the, okay. So it's passed down, uh, through these... And it's eventually got to the Sith. Darth Maul had this. Oh. Um, well, it looks like a Sith weapon. And now... It's dark and now glowing. Goth, uh, sorry. Um, Moff Gideon has... Right. ...this Darth So, Sith. well, it looks fucking sick. There are... There are... These huge YouTube videos yeah. all about this. I um, asked... And I- anyone who watched... I know a load of you are going, look at these idiots not <laughs> knowing about this. Um, from all the other cartoons and yeah. comics and stuff. But this has been... In, like, Star Wars lore for quite a while now, it seems. So, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, a a few of my friends who have watched the Clone Wars have said that they they knew what this was. They said similar things. Like, oh, it was from this, if you knew that show. And I was like, okay, cool. Because I just, I have here, I'm like, yo, this thing, it looks badass. What's the the deal with that? Yeah, it's literally lit. Um, Because... Here I am buying you a Return of the Jedi green saber when I could be going out and buying this fucking lit ass black but dark saber thing. The shape of it alone, it looks more like a sword. Yeah, it looks like the Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the end of the episode, and that's the end of The Mandalorian season one. 
overall, I really enjoyed this series. It seemed mm. so quick. I I enjoyed the standalone episodes to kind of just further the galaxy and showing there's all these other things. Yeah. But I do like things that are heavily story driven, like a big story. And I felt we only really had three episodes of the main arc in this season. Sure. Um, Just that said, I've enjoyed every episode. I just feel really eight. And now I've got to wait for like months. You got to wait till October for Disney+. October. Yeah. How Uh, are they going to keep their subscribers? We're going to have WandaVision and um, the Obi-Wan thing. Obi-Wan, yes. Hayden Christensen's rumored for that show. Nice. (laughs) I don't know if I love it or love hate it. You know what I mean? Like, Br- I mean, John Favreau like produced this and oversaw this. Yeah, one. who's doing Obi Wan? Uh, oh, you, I, I know who it is, but you put me on the spot. I don't have it with me, but um, yeah, it looks it looks like those two could be in the show together again from the that, prequel. Sign me up. <laughs> you were the chosen one. That'd be lit. Just yeah. like them having battles and stuff. Because like, he's got to be He's got to be Darth. No, or I don't know. I don't know. I guess yeah, we'll, we'll be guess off at this point. When that yeah. show comes out, we'll review that. But uh, so I, I quite enjoyed the show as well. This was a lot of fun. I liked seeing other things in these these galaxies, and this was like put together so well, put, yeah. beautifully shot. The effects are crazy. It's it's really awesome. Um, and literally, like for years, it, it it's been years, and everyone always says, "Oh, those Boba Fett, Jango Fett, those are the coolest characters." Well, now he's got his own show. Like it's the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. The bounty hunter, right? And it's it's cool. just su- it's super cool learning um, about these other races within Star Wars. Yeah, like there's so many like, characters. It's always been Jedi things. and Sith, Jedi and Sith, and it's like, oh, there's hearing yeah. about this great war between the Mandalorians and the Jedi. Right. You, I know this has been explored in other media, but for me, this is kind of new. And you're like, oh, okay, there's there's more to this whole world than just skywalkers yeah and Sith and i want the crossovers though sure i want yeah. the crossover i want him to to get cross i want some other people to come into this uh maybe people from the the new series that have is quote unquote finished the skywalker saga maybe more characters can cross or have their own shows that i mean inter- i feel if intercept. that were to happen i i know marvel have dabbled with it on the on tv yeah. and stuff but this feels like we're now getting just real life comics all the time. Not not comic book. Mo- yeah. I don't mean adaptations of comics, but just a serialized thing. Yeah. One universe with all these other characters. They sure. all intertwine. And if you're going to have like down the line a a Lando and Janna series mm. or a, a Poe and po. his robot head girl, she's a looks. She looks like a Mandalorian. Similar. Similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's so many different down the line. Yeah. You're going to have all these crazy crossovers. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Disney Plus, they can do whatever they want, really. Um, g- genius idea. I just, I know a lot of people are like, cool, finish the Mando, unsubscribe. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, they do need to bring out something yeah. pretty soon. Because the nostalgia stuff wears off. Like, yeah. You, you don't, I, I go back and watch Boy Meets World, but like, there's going to be a time where I but don't want to watch it. For me, I feel a lot of these services, the, the price is... If it was like sixty bucks a month, sure. I'd be unsubscribing right away. Yeah, I'm like, oh, eight ninety nine. Oh, I forgot. Whatever. Sure, I'll put on a Simpsons episode when I'm drunk. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, it's fair. I think the the prices are are well put, but I agree they need a new series out soon. They I will. 
They will. What were your overall thoughts? Yeah, I love it. Uh, I want. I can't wait for the next one because obviously Baby Yoda is a hit from the show. So not only do you have the Mandalorian, but who's look at him—he's sick. The character itself is is awesome. There's so much merchandise to be moved from the, this. Um, but Baby Yoda is like this whole phenomenon. Uh, going on in the world and online and all that stuff. So they've created like a success story from from the gate. It's it's a hit. So I need to see more of it. Yeah, definitely. I don't like a lot of TV shows. My, I don't know, attention span. I like movies. But once you, it's a TV show, it's hard for me to like, it's either I watch it all or I watch in chunks and I hate watching in chunks. So it's like, yeah. it's weird for me. So the Mando were shorter episodes, which I kind of liked. So I didn't have to have that like, oh, and you had to wait for it every week whereas yeah. it wasn't just dumped out so i like that as well so yeah uh, it's a long wait till october but uh, i'm excited to see what they do with baby yoda the mando and the dark saber on gus me too <laughs> <laughs> uh and i want to see them cross into uh some of the other stuff because with the skywalker ending now there's so much like what do they do do they, do they just hire someone to create new stories with jedis and sits and all these other things brought in um, but let's talk about what it should have should do or what do with the rise of Skywalker. So yeah, uh, we will be we've been going through every every Star Wars film in chronological order. Yes, and the next one we're doing is Empire Strikes Back. So it won't be long till we do uh, a kind of full long form review yeah. of Rise of Skywalker. We're just giving. But our... this is like our spoiler full thoughts essentially yeah like we just went to the movie and watched it and then talking about it like two mates yes <laughs> although um, that's pretty much our show <laughs> um yeah <clears throat> i saw it on the thursday it came out i know you did as well um i really liked this movie as well i, I like it was a lot of fun but um i know that <laughs> it was definitely a, a lot of head scratching uh, for me, especially right when it, the first thing it says is, the Emperor's back, <laughs> the Emperor's new group. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Because <laughs> I was like, huh. This right. was one of my issues cool. with it. And it's more, I, I really, just say off the back, I really enjoyed the film. Mm. I thought it looked great. I yeah. loved it. I, I wasn't bored for a second. But yeah, I was, I felt cheated that that is how you tell me. But also... I found it kind of smart marketing because I think they did, they spoiled it themselves that the Emperor is back. Yeah. The the very first trailer reveal at Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, the laugh. Ian McDiarmid came out after you hear the Emperor's laugh. So right from the first trailer, you know the Emperor is in this film right. one way or another. And that broke... Everyone was going crazy. And I think because they had so much story to tell... Um, in such a short amount of time that JJ decided to just have this right off the back. Like, you know it already, guys. The crew is essentially saying, hey, you see the trailers, you know this, the Emperor's yeah. back. And, but that's because I, I see trailers and do all that. My girlfriend deliberately wanted to be spoiler-free and hadn't even heard, I don't know how, hadn't even heard the Emperor was oh. back. How do you do that in society? I don't know. She managed it. So like, then you're why? going... And she's like... So you're saying... This character presumed dead for 36 years. You're telling me in the first line of text... <laughs> that he's he's not dead and he's alive? Wow. Come on. That's that's lazy. That's, en- that's like ending a relationship through a text. Yeah. 
<laughs> or starting one. I don't know. Because you're like, I hey, it's, hey, you up? <laughs> it's just back. It's so, and I know that the like crawl is often filling in a period of time. Yeah. Because apart from Force Awakens into The Last Jedi, right. most of them, there's a pretty big gap and you're like, uh, this person's now in charge and... Anakin and sure, Obi-Wan like time has gone by. Yeah, time's gone by. So I get it, but I'm like, really, the reveal of the Emperor. And I read that JJ um, had recorded this message. Okay, uh, had recorded Ian McDiarmid put out the message that shocked the yeah. the galaxy, okay. announcing his return, but couldn't figure out how to put it in the movie. What? So a week before this film came out. Uh, this game called Fortnite, which is pretty popular. There was like a Star Wars event on Fortnite. And if you were playing at that time, right. this message from the Emperor what? was played for the first time. So Fortnite is now Star Wars canon. What the fuck? So basically, he didn't know how to say the Emperor's back. What's the message? Like, ah, ha, ha, she? <laughs> I'm back. You can find it. You can find the I am the Senate. <laughs> it is on YouTube, you but... Said. I found that... I think that's really lazy. Wow. I just... That opening scene, you're showing all these characters in different parts of the universe. Right. Ray is training with Leia. Poe and Finn are on a buddy cop mission. You've got um, Kylo with the the pyramid globe yeah. thing. I can't remember its name. Snuggle. Going to Exegol. Couldn't you just play the message then? And yeah. have everyone, like, do a look up? And be like, what's <laughs> look, that? At <laughs> look at the camera. Look at the camera. I don't know. Like, yeah. get it off the back, but don't tell me the emperor. Yeah, it was lazy. This character dead for thirty plus years, longer than I've been alive. Yeah, he's back. I don't know. Guess who's back? Back again. MP's back. Palp is back. <laughs> yeah. Tell everyone through a crawl. Yeah, uh, I thought that was weird. That's definitely... That's instantly... uh, The Last Jedi for me, when I went to the theater, there was a lot of... (sighs) What? (laughs) Literally those three expressions. The... Like, what? And laughable. Like, that's... Like, really? That's what you went with? Like, laughing. And I felt like this one had those as well. Where you're like, oh, man, that's sick. But really? What? Oh, okay. Huh. Laughing. Like the... What was it? The... the, (laughs) Like the skip jump things yeah sure yeah yeah um there's okay well what about things that you that you didn't like that you did like because everyone is if baby yoda made the mando hot then what about babu frick making this movie hot he was amazing because babu frick is lit i think one of the problem not problems but and i guess it it's great that there's a disney plus out there they introduce so many cool characters in this film where you're like aha Am I going to see you again? Because the 10 minutes of screen time you had was awesome. Better see more Babu Frick. Disney Plus. Babu Frick um, was amazing. Babu Frick gets me lit. Um, <laughs> Is that wrong? I liked... Uh, I can't remember her name. Um, the... The... Finn... Uh, sorry. Pose girl. Yeah. 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 I thought she was great. And... But I am watching it going... Oh. Disney Plus series. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool because it, it showed that they created cool characters that i'm interested in um yeah i felt i never personally got the hate with rose uh from the last jedi right well she wasn't even in this movie which exactly and that's clearly a a reaction of some sort maybe even from her 
because she got a lot of hate from the uh, last film. Well, I'll tell you right now, yeah, the the parts in Last Jedi with with them going to the that's why this Babu Frick thing. I think that's a dig. I think it's a shot. That whole fucking Jedi. Twenty five minutes of them going to the casino and shit. Like, why was that in the fucking movie? And this here is just like that. You, you they go, we got to go here to get to this person, and you're like, oh no, not another one of these fucking goose chases to a casino somewhere. And then they show up. They're like, where is this this guy? This is he a welder, right? And they're like, yeah. where is he? <laughs> and you're like, oh, they got me. It's yeah. this little fucking muppet. And I feel like it was that. That's that was the that I got mm. from that. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I I think they did Rose a little dirty. They could like I think she so. was a big character, I, so you kind of also isn't isn't she like with Finn and there's a bizarre love triangle in many different ways going I, on. I Who's, felt in in the Last Jedi, I thought it was always one sided. We like I, I always thought it was her into him. Yeah, like him like being like, cool, this girl's cool. Um, this he's, girl- the, he's the guy who's like. He's like, hey, Rose, uh, I got this for Ray. Do you think she'll like it? Yeah. <laughs> I got her these flowers, but Rose. Do you film, think Ray will like this it? This film, Finn, made it very clear that he'd rather fuck anyone but her, it seemed. Yeah, yeah. Like, Unfortunate. Poor, I, I, poor Rose. Like, I don't get why uh, Charlie from Lost was just there. <laughs> he was lost. He, he we found him. The funniest thing, he was playing Charlie from Lost. Oh, he, he was playing the same character. He looked like Charlie from Lost, like the way his hair and his beard was. Okay. And he was just like, hey guys, what's going on? Is there a mission? He's a hobbitsis. No, right? stay, stay hob- here. Exactly. He's a hobbitsis. He's just a hobbitsis. <laughs> He's a hobbit, right? They're like, no, stay here, Charlie. We don't need you today. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> I don't get why he was there. Yeah, I kind of didn't get it They either. kind of, I think, I feel like Rose was like, hey, I've had a, so much hate since the last film. Right. Uh... Can you just give half my lines to someone else? Oh, poor Rose. Went, All right, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had, uh, what is it, third lunch or third dinner or yeah. tea and all the... <laughs> Second breakfast, Second 11 breakfast. Z's. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked, I liked some of the other stuff that they... They kind of change as well, which is um, the we talked about the yellow lightsaber that Ray has at the end. But what do you think of Kylo Ren's cane mask? Because <laughs> <laughs> I almost bought that too, a plastic new the, the, with the red cracks through it. Yeah, but it didn't look like it was comfortable, and it didn't look like it fit your head, so I didn't buy it. It's yeah, because he barely wore it in the last film, right? Or did did he at all? No, Snoke told him to tell it. Take that mask off. Stupid thing on Mask it. off. Um, um, yeah, it's like Lucha. You got to take the mask off and yeah. you're like, ah. Uh, I like Kylo without the mask. I think he's cooler without it. Um, I I just thought the mask, why did he make it look like Kane 2002? No, because he smashed it up. Yeah. So he had to try and remend it. Right. And, and then takes glues, it off. Glue's red in... <laughs> Uh, it's lit, but like, what's it called? Essigol. Like, I want to, I want to wear that and go to a rave or something. But like, I don't know about fighting in it. How are you gonna see? And like, it's you look like it's, I don't know. It looks like a nasty boy's shirt. Like it's, it's, it's red paint all over it. Um, and then we see some new. Um, although, like, we see some new places because my favorite parts of this movie of Rise of Skywalker was the the fight with him and Ray on this planet. Uh, was it? 
Was it the one planet, they, the new planet that's introduced with the Emperor, Exegol? Exegol? That's not where it is. Um, it's, it's on Kefbur. Kefbur. Is it the, where ocean, the Star is? Ocean Moon of Endor. Wow, we're getting real fucking nerdy. I googled this. That's where the remains of the yes. Death Star are. The yeah. remains of the Death Star Death are on... Death Star 2, I guess. Yeah. Kefbur is this ocean ocean moon. And in Star Wars, all when I think of planets, I think of sand. It's rough and coarse and gets everywhere. Well, now, it's fucking ocean moons. Yeah. You know? Like, that's lit. I was like, yes, I'm fucking in. Let's go away. Because we, we have a 30-minute scene on the, in this movie where they're in sand again. And I'm like, cool, that's classic Star Wars. That's I'm not mad at that. But then they're like, fuck it. We're not even going to Lava Land anymore where Mustafar with Anakin and Obi-Wan. We're just going to go straight up to just water. Like, realistically, this planet we're on is full of water. So they it's amazing. Yeah, it's this is the most stunning Star Wars movie. I think it, there's something I love about um, when this planet the is Force wide. Awakens, and that's yes. the right at the end when Ray, Finn, and Kylo are out in the snow, and it's dark. Yeah, and I think apart from flying around in space, I can't think of being outside at nighttime in Star Wars, which. This, just the lightsaber, the way the lightsaber looks in the dark, yeah, looks really cool. And this kind of did the same thing here because it's you, dark. It's and dark. Stormy. You've got these like blue waves crashing everywhere. It's so sick. And just the way the lightsabers looked here looked awesome. The ocean moon of Endor. Yeah, Wikipedia uh, on just Google Wikipedia and get lost in the sauce of Star Wars knowledge that you never knew you needed. And your brain, your brain can only hold so much information. Yeah. And like mo- most of mine is. Uh, like superhero real names that I'll never need to know, uh, wrestling knowledge, and uh, now the ocean moon of Endor, Be- Ke- Kef Burr. Uh, so yeah, that was my favorite part, like the lightsaber battles on that thing, and then um, if you know me at all, uh, Han Solo, and I'm not talking about the movie Solo, the OG Han is the best Star Wars character, whatever, like he's the greatest, and there's a specific line in the best Star Wars movie where he Leia says, I love you. And he says, I know. And then you have here, Han Solo's fucking ghost shows up with Kylo. And he's like, father, daddy, I love you. And he's like, I know. It's lit. It's lit. I I think as soon as that happened, I was like, yeah, whatever the fuck else happens now, it's cool. We're good. Just do whatever you need to do. I was the same. They got me here. I had... It wasn't spoiled for me. No. I didn't, I didn't know he was in this. No. I, I really thought he was Force done. Awakens was it. And obviously he'd have been paid a hell of a lot of money for just a day's work. Um, well, he when he did the contract for Force Awakens, it, it made... He was like, I don't want to do this. He doesn't like Star Wars and stuff. He's over it. And they were like, look, we'll pay you this much. And he's like, okay, I'm doing Star Wars, but you're killing me. And they're like, cool. So when he when Force Awakens came out, whatever they gave him, like instantly bumped him to like highest paid, like fucking ever, mm-hmm. because it was so high. And then he doesn't talk about Star Wars because he's not in the last one. And then just shows up for I don't know, like a few ten lines here, not even. And like it must have been part of that last. They must have been like, hey, we're gonna film you in this green screen right now and say this. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're gonna keep this like the Leia footage they use in this movie, yeah. right? They, it was it was recycled from the other ones that they didn't use. I wonder if that's how they got away with using it, or they literally were like, "Fine, no, here's a million. This was filmed for the yeah. He looked well, older, yeah. He looked older. Uh, this yeah, was awesome. this got me, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, well done." Yeah. But also, I feel if 
if this was spoiled, if it was like, oh, Harrison Ford has been filming scenes, you'd be disappointed. Yeah. Because you'd, you'd have the, the fucking internet go crazy and being, oh, Han Solo's back. He's alive. When he was stabbed, Kylo was always good and he used the, f- like, all this some shit. shit. yeah. There'd be some shit going yeah. around. And when you're like, oh, it's, it's a ten second dream, yeah. essentially, you'd be disappointed. For yeah. it to not be spoiled, and as just such a fan of the character... To have him come out one last time, you're yeah. like, oh, it gets you. And in Empire, when he's about to be dipped in carbonite or whatever, he's that's his line. I know, I know. And then he says it, I know, and then he disappears. I'm like, ah, all right. Uh, so yeah, I really like that about the movie. Uh, there's a lot of stuff like I kind of didn't like. Uh, I know that like Carrie Fisher, the 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 old clips, and then like CGI to kind of keep her character alive. So it was really impressive. I just felt like there was so much of it that was like, why is this the focus right now when you've basically introduced three different plots and you need to rush through and then we're cutting to like Leia like doing other shit. It just felt weird. Um, Again, lots of head scratching in this movie. You kind of needed to see her like the whole thing to defeat the Emperor was the two lightsabers. Yeah. And I think it's only been explored in comics because we haven't seen Leia as a Jedi. Jedi. I like the clips of her CGI when she's younger training yeah, and then and never... I, think, I do think you needed... Because <clears throat> I used to read it, this comic, this specific one, that was the comic. Right. Where L- Luke trains her and then like stops and then... Yeah. For her to be Rey's master, essentially, I, th- I kind of feel that was important to get... To learn sure. that, okay, Leia has actually been a pretty powerful... Jedi since the last time we saw her and it just a tribute to to Carrie Fisher as well um I, I thought it was fantastic like how did I, it look look so I've, real I've heard complaints about it and I was I came out and went oh I didn't realize she filmed stuff for this film before she passed away right she didn't this no. is all cut scenes from the last two um very I thought it was very impressive I I thought they paid good tribute to her yeah, yeah. I just felt like I felt like this movie. Um, if you if you have kids, you show your kids all the Star Wars movies, but you skip Last Jedi and you just play this one. But it, this one feels like it should have been like multiple movies. You should have in the Last Jedi. We should have had the 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 end of you know how the last the, the Force Awakens ends and it's Luke at the end. Yeah, and you're like ah, the next movie Luke's in it. At the end of Last Jedi, it should have been the the message from the Empire. I think so too. And then you go, what? And then boom, wait another two but years. I, I don't blame Ryan Johnson for that. No, no. You've like JJ walked after Force yeah. Awakens and he's done like I checked today. He hasn't directed anything since he should have. It should have just so been JJ. The whole, you should have locked you, him you in. You need, you need someone or, or have a, th- or have a third director. Yeah. Even I think to have someone start a story and then be like, oh, I'm doing this one, then going, then giving someone else... And I, I do think Ryan Johnson tried to do something different with it. Mm. Because I think Force Awakens... I love the film, but it, it's a new hope. And I felt he was trying to do something different. Some things worked, some things did, didn't. Yeah. But then to J, for JJ to come back and say, All right, I got it, I got it. Like, <laughs> But let's let's cross out this, that, that. Let's like, pretend none no, of this, this happened. this is a Star Wars film. You yeah. can't pretend none of this happened. Yeah. Everyone has seen this film. And I, I thought that was a bit shitty. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't like The Last Jedi. And I th- I'm like, whoa, dude, you're just pretending like we, it didn't happen? Because, like, 
you're really glossing over like a lot of shit and it's like okay cool because i really don't like the last jedi but i'm like that's kind of you need to you need to at least stick with the story like if a guy if a guy paints a picture and then you stop the third way one of the third ways through the guy comes in and paints the middle for you and then you go cool thanks i got it from here and then just like what repaint over the parts you don't like I feel at least with the prequels, there was a clear thread. Yeah, yeah. The the dialogue was appalling. There were so many mistakes with them. But at least it's, this is the story of Anakin. Yeah. Becoming like a kid, a Padawan, a Jedi, a Sith. This felt like a little bit of a clusterfuck. (laughs) And I enjoy all three of these new films individually. But when you're looking at it as like a complete story, it's a bit... It's a clusterfuck. You don't know what's going on. It's all over the place. It's uh, a scruffy nerf herder. It's like, where are you going? Why did you do... If the Emperor was... You could have put... Like, you know? If the Emperor was supposed to be coming back this whole time, because it's clearly what wasn't the case, but they did that anyways, they should have had him tie in with the second movie. Yeah, they were saying how important Snoke was and how he's got this great backstory. And it's like, no, he was just created by the Emperor. I remember Force Awakens. Uh, I remember... Um, after that movie being like, oh, the Emperor is in control of Snoke. I remember that was a theory going around and that's what I was behind. But then when I watched Last Jedi, I forgot about that because they kill Snoke and you just go, oh, he's not a big deal anyways because Kylo's going to be... It looks like they're setting up Kylo to be the fucking baddie. And then you go with this route and it's this whole right over. I I loved the voices of all the the bad guys and good guys through Kylo. Oh, the previous Jedi. Yeah, like that's fucking sick. You got Qui-Gon Jinn, a.k.a. Jesus, uh, talking, you got Obi Wan, you got both Obi Wans, you got like all the different voices talking to Ray and stuff like that, and that was super sick. Like even Hayden Christensen. That moment reminded me of, um, and this feels like a plug of something we're about to review, uh, Doctor Who. Right. They had their fiftieth anniversary the other year. Wait, we're not reviewing Doctor Who. We're we're <laughs> reviewing Doctor Who. Oh wait, yeah, we are. My bad. Um, I've never seen it though. So the 50th anniversary episode, which was like a a longer episode than usual, right? Um, had a moment which was throughout all time, all the Doctors were coming together to this one period of time. Spider-Verse. Kind of like that, to to like destroy the baddie. Yeah. And it would, it would use all like clip footage, um, because a lot of, a few of them have died. Now. Right, okay. It would use all these bits going like... Um, like, yeah, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> and was, as a fan, this is the thing yeah, that's been going It's longer than Star Wars, like this series. Yeah. And you're seeing all these people in this huge feature-length episode. You're going crazy. Right. And it felt like that a few times in this film with, like, all these voices. Just hearing Alec Guinness in a Star Wars film right, again. Yeah. You're kind of marking out for it. And it similarly, cool. when the ships are all turning up, the kind of Avengers Endgame moment where yeah. just everyone's to- showing up later... And there, there are some cameos there, which are, are like, so cool. Like yeah. Dennis Lawson from A New Hope, who's had a bit of a TV career. He's nothing huge, but was in the very first Star Wars film, hasn't been in it since, and just shows up in this one. I like that. I thought that was kind of cool. I just, I did remind me of Endgame, but in Endgame you had, like, everyone's back from the dead. Whereas this... You just you're not getting those big pops, so I no. felt I felt it, it felt like it was it was, was kind of nerdier though. For, yeah, for me this one was like Howard the Duck uh, showing exactly. up in Endgame, yeah, yeah, rather than oh it's 
he's wasp alive and yeah. spider-man yeah it was how the duck was like when you hear he's there you're like really he was and you there go back. yeah he was and this was that moment but like all of them were nerdy things yeah. from like the cartoons and the comics and that which i thought was pretty cool uh, I like again. It's a Star Wars movie. I'm I'm in it. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. But there was just so much things where I'm like, this feels like it was two, three movies just like put into one. Felt like it oh, was, completely. It felt I like agree. it was so rushed. There was like so much head scratching going on and and some laughter. But um, I I still think I again I think it's the most stunning, visually stunning movie that they that they put out because just like uh, the effects and and even the. The act we've been watching the prequels and stuff, and like the acting and and probably the scripts are just so much better than those fucking yeah, shitty ass prequels. Sure. Uh, so I I still enjoyed this movie, but uh, I walked out of it with a smile on my face, and I'm like, well, that's done now. Can we just move on? I don't know. I I I do want to see it again while it's still in the cinema because yeah. I want to be able to see it and not be overwhelmed because when you're you're receiving all this information for the first time and you're trying to there's like the the basic story of the film then there's all the little things and then yeah. there's all those emotional moments it's kind of overwhelming to watch yeah i, I do want to watch it again knowing what happens and just seeing everything. observe it a bit more i don't know because there, there there's a lot of stuff where i'm like oh, okay all right well okay cool but I don't know. I, I, it's just nitpicking, I guess, as a fan. And then a lot of fans do. I will say, I think I like this one better than The Last Jedi. Uh, simply because it kind of... It finally does just tie everything in. You kind of get all that stuff in. Um, but I I think it's, like, on around the, that level of the movies. Um, you know, a lot of people on the internet are ranking the Star Wars movies. Um, would you put Would you put this one at the bottom? Would you put this one towards no, the top? No, I think I'd go... <clears throat> Empire, New Hope, Force Awakens, um, this one, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, the, the last, the Return of the Jedi, The Last Jedi. Is that all of them? That's nine. That's nine movies. Book it. <laughs> Empire, A New Hope. Right. Don't say it, you bastard. <laughs> Either Force Awakens or this one. Force right. Awakens. Uh, I need to see this one again. Right. Force Awakens. Um, then this one, because you just you couldn't then decide. Then this one. Yeah. Then. Episode one. Revenge of the <laughs> Sith. Oh, did I skip it? Then The Last Jedi. Then Return of the Jedi. Then. Phantom Attack I don't care. Clones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those ones. Those ones are shit, too. Yeah. I think that would be I totally, order. Did I totally skip over those? Yeah. I don't care about those ones at all. Yeah. Those those are interchangeable. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Do I like The Last Jedi more than the prequels? I feel <laughs> as much as people shit on the prequels, I think Revenge of the Sith is pretty high in yeah, a lot of people. It's good. Place. Oh, yeah. When you've yeah. got nine films, like, one of them has to get up, like... It's not great, but yeah, yeah. a lot of people are like, yeah, this was kind of shit, but I, I love it. Yeah, no. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, no. Uh, Revenge of the Sith is fun. We did our review of that a little while ago, and it was fun to watch, because shit gets real. Finally, you see the turn, and you're like, that's what I've been waiting three fucking movies for. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a movie that could have been put squished down. Three movies into one. I love with these villains in Star Wars, 
how we're just kind of meant to be cool when they're like, oh, I'm good now, about to die, bye. <laughs> we're kind of meant to go, yeah, but you murdered kids. Younglings. You slaughtered Younglings. a temple full of children. So you're saying like... Uh... But we're meant to go, oh, no, Luke, I do love you, I'm sorry. And we're like, oh, Vader. What, what are you like? <laughs> oh, Kylo. Are you like subtweeting born again Christians right now? <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? That they end the films with you, like uh, them trying to go, yeah. he's redeemed himself. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't really redeem True. yourself from Hayden slaughtering a room full of temp- uh, a temple full of yeah, children. yeah. You're right. Yeah, like that's kind of irredeemable. Yeah, if Chris Benoit isn't in the Hall of Fame, Ooh. then then there's no Jedi ghost available for Anakin. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> And I feel that with Kylo as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's like, no, he does love Rey, really. Ah. And he killed her granddad. Shout out, shout I saw a meme. Shout out uh, Kylo Ren and Obi-Wan Kenobi being the true glue of these two trilogies here. Because he's the guy. I feel Those two actors. So you have Obi-Wan, uh, Ewan McGregor. And then um, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Uh, he's fantastic. Oh, he's such a good actor. I Have you seen Marriage Story yet? No. It's his his thing. It's like nominated for a load of yeah, stuff. It's yeah. on Netflix. It's meant to be really good. Yeah, um, I liked him in Girls. Did you ever watch Girls? I did, but I stopped. So I it didn't was see one it. of my problems though when I found out he was first cast. Oh, it's like I've seen you masturbate on TV. Oh, nice. Like that's his character was weird. Any, and it's like we're gonna now, have some people looking that up. Now. Like new Darth Vader. It's like that's the first like thought that comes to my head. Is true. Yeah. Fair, fair assessment. I mean, I'm happy he got over that. He did. He did get over Was that. he wearing an A&W shirt in there? <laughs> <laughs> Someone somewhere right now is Googling Adam Driver girls because they just got to see uh, Kylo Ren rubbing his lightsaber. <laughs> now we know why it's got the crosses. <laughs> Stop. Um, so I, I feel we are going to do a proper review of this yeah, yeah. later this year. Um, it's been more of a conversation. It's been really all over the place, but yeah, but like to sum it up, um, I really enjoyed the film. There are certainly its problems. I thought it looked beautiful. The, the music as always is great. I think acting wise and just dialogue wise, so much better than the previous trilogies. Yes. Um, I feel it was great seeing a lot of these characters again together again like Poe and Ray and Finn who were all kind of separate in the last one I think they finally reached that chemistry that like Han, Leia and Luke did in the original trilogy it's just a shame we won't see much more of it yeah I, I like Poe I like Ray and I like Finn I like the the group the cast essentially they've made um, which is good because that's what, kind of what they were hoping to yeah. do so they did do a good job of that I liked all I like all the actors that they chose for that that group um i was kind of sad when chewy died and then didn't die there's a lot of dusty finishes in yeah. this movie going back and back on deaths is i th- i feel it would have made more of an impact if he did actually die i think he should have died i th- i kind of think he should have. you know why i think he should have died because uh before i went to see this movie i watched the holiday special <laughs> and I was like, I need to see this fucking thing die oh. now. Chewie needed oh, to die. Damn. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Chewie. But anyone listening, go listen to our Star Wars holiday special review that we put out. But promise me you'll never watch it. If you have not seen the, the holiday special, don't watch it. 
Literally, YouTube, like, the three-minute best of the worst of it. Just don't watch it. Just uh, promise I me. I say you should, but don't. You, should, you should make an event out of it. <laughs> it's you, too late. Next you Christmas. You should get some wine in. You should get some friends over. And, yeah, it's it's something. It's something else. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, so our thoughts have kind of been all over the place. Um, yeah. But we will do a more in-depth kind of scene-by-scene review um, when we've actually both... We watched it. It was yeah. about two weeks ago. We saw this film. We'll give out a. We'll we'll go on Fortnite. We'll release a notice. We'll let you know that <laughs> that we're coming out with the full. Because this is although this was this was good because it's just more conversational. Exactly. About actually, stuff but that we like. We should, I think, get to feedback. Um, yeah, I, I'm just opening it. now. I don't think we'll be able to get through everyone's. There is so much, but it seems like the the conversation is really great on the forum there. So go, go to, to forum.postwrestling.com. And, yeah, give your thoughts on this, because, look, we do a show called Up Next, and we cover NXT every week, and we've covered takeovers that win, like, best event of the year and things like that. That we voted. And we get nowhere near as much feedback as we have for the Star Wars and Mandalorian. Yeah, this is the most feedback we've gotten. This is, like, 30 pieces almost. That's crazy. So, uh, shout out all the people on the forum.postwrestling.com. Again, you can also follow the Up Next uh, Twitter, at Up Next Podcast, and tweet us there. We love to to hear you on there as well. Uh, I'm going to start reading some of this. I'm going to read this first one here. Um, Adam from the street is here. He says, I submitted feedback for the pilot episode of The Mandalorian and mentioned that it didn't click with me. Now let me say I'm a, I am in the bag for Star Wars. Whatever they put out, I'm there. But the Mando didn't cl- connect. That is until episode 7, when Baby Yoda got kidnapped and uh, Esposito showed up to, to this show finally, had the direction I was looking for. Other than the introduction of Baby Yoda and the montage of IG-11 being reprogrammed, the first six episodes were unnecessary. It felt like a backstory that a screenwriter would write before they get the story. Uh, episode 8 introduced the stakes we've been waiting for Survivor Series to have. There's a reason for everything going on. Uh, he says... Um, that uh, for, when it comes to Rise of the Skywalker, uh, that, uh, sorry, he says that Moff, Moff Gideon's TIE fighter, he popped so hard in a way Rise of Skywalker failed to do. So he got a bigger pop wow. out of that than the, the dark, the TIE fighter, the, the pimped out, pimp my TIE got a bigger reaction than anything in Rise of Skywalker. He says he sides with, uh, he says, sorry, Brayden, I side with Davey when it comes to The Last Jedi. I enjoyed the new direction it was going to and wanted to see it continue. Um, He says that uh, J.J., uh, they went back on what JJ was trying to set up. He says a lot of things fans would love to see is Chewie finally receiving a medal and Lando showing up made little sense to the surrounding character characters in the film. The kiss grossed me out and Palpatine was unnecessary. His presence completely negates Anakin Skywalker's sacrifice from Return of the Jedi. Um, Rose Tico's screen time could have been a lot more, but bringing in other characters negated that as well. The Skywalker saga is done. Now Star Wars will be done in a way that best fits it. In different shows on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's a lot of people's I, I thoughts. Think, except The Last Jedi. I think they should wait a long time before another trilogy. I'm completely down for another trilogy. Yeah. But I like it being like the next generation of kids. It you get one right. rather than every three years. Right. Uh, I go to Benny Ute. I can't provide feedback on the Mandalorian. We don't have Disney Plus in the UK yet. 
For episode 9, though, I absolutely loved it. I hated The Last Jedi. It was horrendous. And it feels like J.J. tried to get it back in the direction he wanted to go. So there's loads going on. But I found that really engaging. And as my dad said to me after he watched it, Flying Stormtroopers! Yeah, uh, I did love that. They fly now? They fly now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that. Um, greetings, boys. First time in a long time. First time long time. Johnny Ram. He says, I waited to proclaim the Mando my favorite show of 19 until the finale, as I had a dreadful theory on what could potentially happening. After seeing Rise of Skywalker and connecting a potential plot thread in regards to cloning, thankfully, instead, I was treated to one of the greatest season finales, not only for TV genre television, but for all of television. Plot lines wrapped up, stakes were present, and the entire episode, there was a sense of danger and loss. And even for a character that was a droid, it had emotional weight. It had action surprises and payoff. 10 out of 10, we still have Baby Yoda, favorite show of 2019. As for Rise of the Skywalker, did the best it could with what it had to work with. Introduced some fun. Babu Frick is the oldest and dearest, is my oldest and dearest friend. Babu Frick. (laughs) Um, However, the pacing seemed too rushed. Rushed. I'm glad those clone emperors weren't being created using Baby Yoda DNA. At least that's what we know so far. Overall, it was a lot of fun. Glad Chewie finally got his medal. 7 out of 10 overall for Rise of Skywalker. Go to Joe from H-Town. What a pleasant show to watch. I'm a huge Star Wars fan since we have the same birthday, 1977, but I did not get the hoopla on this show. It was very good, but not the greatest thing I ever saw online. I... Uh, Not the greatest thing I ever saw, like people are saying online. I love anything with Gina Carino, my biggest crush. I had issue with the ending. Kara was not going to leave Mando behind, but at the the end was like, nah, I'm good. I'll stay here on the planet with Apollo, uh, where Apollo tried to kill us yesterday. (laughs) Uh, Huh? That's some WWE booking right there. She could have at least gotten a ride from Mando. Oh well, overall I enjoyed the show, avoided spoilers, good stuff. By the way, would love your thoughts on Don't Fuck With Cats. Yeah, oh my god. I'm planning on watching it. Don't Fuck With Cats. I joked about it in the beginning of the show, I think, about the guy. Yeah. Who, yeah, uh, it's about Luca Magnata, the Toronto slash Montreal uh, psychopath. Um, like this, this fucked up dude. It's this three-part, one-hour... Uh, Three episodes, one hour each, documentary series on Netflix, all about um, this guy and what he was doing and how people online caught him. And uh, co-workers of mine are actually in this documentary, uh, being answered. This guy I worked with, he's a reporter here, and I always say that uh, he sometimes misses the story. And uh, in this documentary, uh, that point is... Brought to light. Okay. <laughs> if you watch the right. if you watch the story, uh, yeah, that go check it out. Don't f with cats on Netflix. Uh, crazy. Um, now it's my turn. Yeah. The Mando. Let's go to Barachiosaurus. The Mando season finale. The highlights. The droid walks through lava. R two D two with legs getting its head knocked off. Combat Carl yelling Baby Yoda do the hand thing and Baby Yoda obliging and nothing happening. Mando getting and using his frickin' jetpack. Great ending, and now we know who the big bad is for season two. And Darksaber, yo. And what happened to the female Mando armor? She totally incinerated a stormtrooper by throwing it into that melting pot thing, which was badass. And as for Rise of Skywalker, I loved it, but it had its faults. Highlights, Babu Frick is amazing. The way he shouts, 
that popped me huge in the cinema. <laughs> I banged my chair and shouted, fuck yeah, when Han Solo appeared. Yep, me too. I, I was the only one in my theater, by the way, who I went, ah! <laughs> and people were like, gave me side eye. I was like, ah, you're fucking, you don't understand. Get the yeah. fuck out of here, you fucking kids. Get off your phone. Um, he says, <laughs> <laughs> You aged like 20 years just then. I don't care how old you are, don't go on your phone yeah, in the theater. I agree, I agree. You saw the footage of some guy like pu- got punched. Really? For going on his phone. And his thing was, uh, it's our first time uh, going. I don't condone the guy punching the guy, but just don't go on your fucking phone. Yeah. yeah, I don't condone the guy punching him, but like, fuck. He says, forced teleportation of items, so freaking cool. Seeing Ben Solo use a blaster like his dad did, loved it. Kylo and Ray really felt when right when Ben died. Having atoned for his sins as Kylo before biting the dust. So he's saying that he likes the fact that he's redeemed himself. And okay. we can forgive him. He can go to heaven now. Yeah. What, do they go to Jedi heaven? They never really talk about that. They just become ghosts. They go on the boat with Gandalf and, and Frodo. <laughs> wait, and that's a, wait, no, that's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one more thing, Babu Frick. What? Hey! He says, I will add that Palpatine's kind of saved the day and the Skywalkers ended up being the losers. Uh, still love the last shot of Rey on Tatooine, like Luke from Episode Four. That was fucking mint. Also, just rubbing salt in the wounds or sand in the wounds, should I say? She's yeah. burying Anakin's like lightsaber in fucking sand. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing he doesn't like. What's your name? She's- I'm Rey. Ray Mysterio. <laughs> the best <laughs> meme I've been seeing. Scrub keeps posting it. <laughs> Ray, I'm Ray. Um, Ray Skywalker. Um, yeah, true. I mean, she didn't. She wasn't related to Anakin, but still, dick move to bury that shit in sand. Like, know your history, girl. Yeah, you can't be doing that. Uh, I'm gonna skip down to. Um, oh, it's brother Nate. Ooh, the rise of Skywalker. One of the decade's most polarizing films. The complete antithesis of the universally loved Baby Yoda. Nah. Not stepping into that hornet's nest. You boys have fun with it, though. Okay, so he's... <laughs> he says they did Rose dirty. They did Rose dirty. That's yeah, what I they said. Did Rose dirty. It was cool to see Uncle Lando, though. And he says, nah, son. Uh, I'm going to quickly read uh, Paps. He says, loved everything about The Mandalorian. Popped huge to see the Darksaber. The whole season felt like a prologue to season two. Uh, no complaints. I loved it. Make sure the Brady says the rise of Skywalker and not rise of the Skywalker. It's the small things in life which make me smile. So it's actually called Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Rise of the Skywalker. No. Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Because I feel like what I learned from this movie, Rise of Skywalker, is, you know, kids, it doesn't matter if you're a Palpatine or if you're a Skywalker. We can all just come together and it'll work. That's what I got. You can't be a Jedi because you can't have sex. You can't be a bad guy, Sith Lord, because you can't. It's evil. You can't be doing, taking killing people. That's fucking bad. You, what you should be able to do is come together and then you can have yellow lightsabers. That's how I feel. This movie is like, yeah. look, there's good and evil. You can't have one or the other. You got to have a little bit of even in the middle. And that's, and Ben, we lost Ben because of it. Yeah. How do you feel about that? That's my feedback. Well, ben <laughs> killed a lot of people. <laughs> you can kill any younglings though. We go to part key. Uh, I really enjoyed the Mando and half laughed, half face palmed on episode nine. Less than because it's comedy here and more because there was a lot of preposterous stuff but I wrote about it in another topic here somewhere. Now, the Mando. 
I thought it was okay, enjoyable, especially if you suspend your disbelief in some of the shootouts. Still, I was laughing on the stupid things like all the stormtroopers running around in the background and not paying attention to Mando, while in the same background Gus Fring rose and took aim at him, point blank, almost, stuff like that. But the comedy of the show hit almost every time, and its atmosphere was of honest joy of everybody involved. It had a positive vibe all over it, despite its flaws. Sometimes I cannot tell about episode 9. Some things I cannot say about episode 9. Sure, there was some filler, even for 20 minutes per episode, and I do mean those few side quest stories, but it was fine, because they were enjoyable. Episode 6 is the prime example. We'll move. Yeah, there's so much here. There's so much uh, feedback here. Thank you, everyone. We're trying to read all of it. Uh, Chris from Pennsylvania. I'll start with the positives, which mostly center about the Mando. I thought the season was great, and things reached a higher level than the two episodes. I don't think you could cast a more perfect villain than uh, Giancarlo. How do you say his name? Giancarlo Esposito, yep. I think. And I was legitimately on the edge of my seat for much of the finale, while the story meandered a little bit in the middle of the season. I'm really looking forward to Mando's journey to bring baby Yoda to the Jedi. <clears throat> he says, as for Skywalker... I want to start by saying I'm not one of these people that is super critical about everything. I love The Last Jedi. I really like the last season of Game of Thrones. Hell, I even watch main roster WWE, so I don't feel like I'm hard to please. But Rise of the Skywalker was a total train wreck to me. Thoughts? Things that should have been major plot points were rushed through and moved past like you had any time to process them. Palpatine broadcast a mysterious message from the dead. Let's just address it in the opening crawl. Then there was a throwaway line about Palpatine was pulling the strings of Snoke. Or maybe Snoke wasn't even real. I don't know. Because it was mentioned in five seconds and never addressed again. The tension and rivalry between Kylo and Hux was an interesting part of The Last Jedi. But Hux got about three minutes of screen time here. Uh, He continues on to say... uh, um, I could have executed a lot of the rush nature in these events. I, I feel like once we get the reveal of Ray to be related to Palpatine, I was done with this movie. Uh, I think a lot of people were like, yeah, whatever, cool. That's how I felt. I'm like, yeah, I, I saw that coming. But related. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. But, yeah. We'll move on. Jesse from the Six. Hey, six, six, six. Uh, for the Rise of Skywalker, pros, Babu Frick is lit. <laughs> he was high the whole time, right? Uh, can, can, can confirm. I mean, in the Rise of Skywalker, they talk about how uh, Poe used to be a spice runner. Mm. Do you know what spice is? Uh, I'm sure I can work it out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is, but can I smoke it? Because <laughs> Babu Frick was smoking it. <laughs> he was high, Jesse. Other pros, Ray versus Ren, lightsaber was cool. Uh, my girlfriend popped when they finally kissed. Nice. So did mine. Uh, cons, the entire premise of the film was profoundly stupid and insulting. <laughs> Horrible storytelling. I rewatched The Last Jedi before seeing The Rise of Skywalker and I've totally changed my mind. Ryan Johnson should have written all three films. At the very least, they should have chosen just one creative vision. How... Do you play pay $3 billion for the rights to IP to make a trilogy and you don't even bother to map out where you want them to go when you make the first movie? The new trilogy has the worst storytelling of them all. Yes, the pre- prequels were done horribly, but the core story was there. This was a scatterbrained mess. What a colossal fuck-up. It was bad, and if you enjoyed it, you should really feel bad. Wow. <laughs> 
no, I mean, you're you're allowed to enjoy whatever you want. And I, I enjoyed the movie, but I, like I said, I'm laughing at parts where I'm like, ah, oh, really? Yeah. Like, ah, oh, but it's still fucking Star Wars. It's not, this isn't uh, a Scorsese movie, you know, like, it's Star Wars. But I agree with a lot of things Jesse just said. On the other side of the coin, <laughs> The Mandalorian... This was fucking awesome. This is everything I want out of Star Wars. There's an entire fucking galaxy to explore. Let's stop focusing on one self-absorbed family with lots of midichlorians. <laughs> the casting was perfect. Acting was great. Set design was amazing. And Baby Yoda is cute as fuck. My only quibbles are, why don't they know what the Force is or what the Jedi are? Luke just defeated the Empire 15 years ago, and it's only been like 40 years since the Jedi Order collapsed. Also, there's no way Baby Yoda is 50 and acting like a two-year-old. OG Yoda died at 900, not at 2000. I know different species age at different rates, but the rate of aging should be constant. Yes, I'm a nerd. No, I will not keep my voice down. Take care. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, he's not wrong. Yoda no. did mention how he was 900 years. Yeah. And then, I mean, maybe you get old about halfway through. That seems maybe. about right. Yeah. Baby. Maybe, baby. Cash says, so I watched Rise of Skywalker three times the first week. I should have planned my life better. It doesn't get any better on repeated viewings, but it doesn't get any worse. One day, if I have children, I'll watch it again with them. Otherwise, no. I accepted the fans killed Star Wars after they chose to shit on Ryan Johnson and the bold moves he made with The Last Jedi. We don't deserve nice things. The Last Jedi, although not perfect, remains a high watermark in the whole series for getting a spirit of Star Wars right. It's comical how much they tried to retcon that whole movie instead of a complete story. Trying to create scenes around Leia was a mistake. Building a movie around scrap scenes is like creating Frankenstein. Good things. Daisy. Driver. Oscar. Boyega. Lando Carissian still fucks. Babu Frick, autocorrected to Baby Africans, must keep from memory. Four and a half out of ten, minus one million out of ten for no Baby Yoda. But Lando, Lando still fucks. Okay. Uh, go to Pick Japan. Uh, as I noted in my feedback for the original episode four, which it appears I got in too late to make onto the recorded review... For me, Star Wars is an exercise in nostalgia. Having seen the OG in the theatre when released many years ago and being quite impressed by it, now as I view the entire set of episodes, I'm reminded of my childhood. Nostalgia is explicitly put into episode 9 with all the Carrie Fisher elements. That Leia dies when her son dies is directly play on real life, with Debbie Reynolds dying just the day after Carrie. For me, 9 is irrevocably nostalgia. But Nine also cemented, along with the prequels and the other episodes of the final trilogy, this one fact. The Jedi are a death cult. <laughs> he goes on here. I, I'm not yeah. going to read it all. There's a lot there. He says um, that, like I said, that there's evil. Yeah. These Jedi, you can't be a Jedi because it's like, it's like you'd be a pope. Yeah. And everyone knows what these popes are doing. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> not these popes. <laughs> there's one pope, right? He's in the news because he hit that girl's hand. I don't know. Do you see I that? There's a Christmas thing. This lady reaches out and she grabs him and he pulls... just happened like, this week, last week. And she pulls him his arm, like, force, forcefully. But, like, she's a small little frail woman. He's full sensitive. And he looks at her and he goes... And he swats <laughs> her away. <laughs> so even the Pope... He didn't kill younglings, though. Not that I'm aware. Uh, yeah, Pick Japan r continues to write on that they're a cult. Uh, let's go to Charbel from Victoriaville. Whoa! <laughs> he says this section must be read by David. Okay. Hello there. You're the chosen one! <laughs> wow, it's like uh, we have a Patreon and all of a sudden you're a whore. <laughs> you do whatever Charbel says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, everything was said, so I'll say quickly. Mando was awesome on every level. On every level, stormtroopers are shit. Rise of the Skywalker was unbelievable. Best movie yet. I cried. I laughed. I was on the edge of my seat. I was so surprised. For me, it was a great success hearing Ashoka and Kanan from Star Wars Rebels made my heart so happy. To end this feedback, the Disney trilogy was awesome. Even The Last Jedi, I want more Star Wars. Question, Brady, Kara or Rey? Kara's from Rogue One? Uh, No, Kara from Oh, Kara from Mando. Right, sorry. Ooh, uh, I don't know, Gina Carano. Gina Carano, though. Uh, and that's crazy. But that's something we didn't mention in those voices. Uh, Charbel picked up on the vo- some of the voices that pop up in Ray's head are from not even from the movies, but from the the like from the Star Wars Rebels. Well. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Like that's what I mean. It was it was less obvious, but a way way more geeky. Some of the cameos in yeah. this film, which I really appreciated. Yeah, I'm gonna read one more because it seems like. Uh, there goes discussion back and forth, yeah. which is really cool. Uh, but you can check it out. So, Breng77 finally saw the rise of Skywalker. So, here are my thoughts Mandalorian was a great ending to a fun first season, setting up the story for the next season and a good villain. I was kind of hoping for there to be a crew of heroes going forward, as I liked the team chemistry. For the rise of Skywalker, it was fun, but it seemed to be non stop action with very few downbeats. Lots of lightsaber fighting and blaster shootouts. The one thing my wife and I both remarked on was how similar the final battle here was to the final battle in Endgame. In both, a main hero, Cap and Poe, is losing hope until he gets a radio call from the Falcon, followed by a huge army showing up. Then the whole, I am all the Sith and I am all the Jedi, Ah. seemed very similar to I am inevitable and I am Iron Man. (laughs) Yeah, because they're going to do a crossover in whoa, the next trilogy whoa I have... don't believe that I kind of don't want to see that I kind of also do you were lucky Tony Stark is dead could you imagine Tony Stark whoa. having 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 Jedi lightsabers and shit yeah. that technology in the hands of Tony Stark that that could be dangerous dangerously awesome rip Tony uh, yeah that's a lot of feedback guys thank you is that all of it I think that that's every everything yeah wow. there, there's some conversation there like so go in and join yeah. in but that's everyone if you're still here feedback. thank you for listening that's a lot of Star Wars nerd talk for yeah, the day yeah it was yeah we're nerded out the midichlorians are, are still high here in the BD I've run out of mine <laughs> I, I'm spent now after all that you need some blue milk to replenish your, your I need what, zinc or whatever the spice is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th- thank you for listening you can find us every Wednesday doing NXT reviews uh, on our Patreon patreon.com slash uh, up next, you can find all the shows. We're doing a Wrestle Kingdom review this weekend. We have Was Next, where we're going back in the history of NXT. Uh, we have Best Match Ever out on our Patreon as well for part one and two of 2019. Um, and we're doing a Best Match Ever Royal Rumble, not the Rumbles, which is awesome. That's coming out as well. All on our Patreon. You, If you sign up for $5 a month, you get all the backlog of shows as well. So thank you to all our patrons as well. And to just our listeners on this very feed, we love and appreciate you too. Uh, at Up Next Podcast is the Twitter. You can follow myself, Braden Harrington. I am on Twitter and Instagram at the Bray. D. And I am at Davey Portman. So we're going to get out of here on our jetpacks. We're going to go to, uh, what was the, the moon ocean of Endor? Yeah. And that's how high I want to get tonight. <laughs> the moon ocean of Endor. <laughs> Me up with Babu Frick. <laughs> Take care, goodbye, and 
God bless Babu Frick. Ahoy! <laughs> Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.